The following podcast is a Country Mompreneur production. Welcome to She Can and She Will. I'm Marianne, also known as the Country Mompreneur, and I'm joined by my co-host, Deesa McAllister. We are moms, work-from-home experts, and we love helping women take control of their lives and see all the possibilities. On this show, you will learn from us as well as other women who kick butt in their lives and want to help you do the same. So sit back and get ready for some fun. Well, welcome back to She Can and She Will. We are being joined today by Kelly Moore, the owner of Blissfully Whole with Kelly. Kelly, do you want to start with just telling us about yourself and how you got to where you are today? Yes. First of all, thank you so much for having me. And I think the thing about me is my story is not unique and I just don't think we talk about it enough. So I grew up in, you know, traditional home where my dad worked. My mom would stay at home until I was about junior high. And what success looked like was you go to work, you make your money and you just do that day in, day out, irrelevant of enjoying that job. Um, and irrelevant on whether it fed you or depleted you. So I actually started at the company my mom worked at when I was in high school and for 20 plus years worked there. In the meantime, though, got my degree in nutrition. I was a personal trainer for a short period of time. I owned my own fitness studio for a short period of time, all the while staying in corporate America. Um, and it was, and I had a family and all that, and it was this nagginess, like, this is not what I want to be doing. Like, this is not what's fulfilling me. And I finally got to the point where it was like, either I got to do something or I just need to accept this, um, which wasn't making me happy. And so in the last year, year and a half, I started my own business, Blissfully Whole with Kelly, because I want to help women who are feeling overwhelmed get out of that and start living a life versus going through the motions of life. Yeah, I totally get that. I grew up that same way where dad worked, mom raised us, and it was just dad Dad did not like his job. Now he does. He's moved into a, he's, it seems like our parents now that I, that we're older, they're getting so they enjoy it. My dad, now he does contracting, but he does it for people that he enjoys working for. He's not going like on his terms. Yeah. 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 And I feel like that's just the way that the world is becoming now is people are getting so that they actually enjoy their jobs now, or at least that's a focus of trying to find a job that you would enjoy. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Absolutely agree. So Kelly, how did you take the swirling in your head of wanting more for your life and actually take the first step forward? I was taught to use my brain to make my next decisions. Mm-hmm. And I, I, along with you both, I believe as an empath, I feel more deeply than I want to some days, but I feel and feel. And it was like, it was this kind of constant conflict. And, and I was aware of it, but I didn't know if it was like, that's how it, 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 people just behaved and just kind of ignored that feeling and went with their thoughts. Mm-hmm. And I study a lot on self awareness and self help. And I was like, oh, this is actually telling me something and maybe I should do something. And so I finally got, I had to get to the place where I was like, I'm going to fail. And that's a good thing. And I'm going to get uncomfortable. And that's a good thing because either I stay safe and comfortable where I know I'm not happy or I'm going to have to kind of shake things up. 
And so I had to get to that place where I was comfortable with it, knowing that that was just part of that journey. And I also got to the place where I can read all the books in the world, but if I'm not taking action, I'm not making any change. So it was just getting to that place for me where I was at peace with like, yeah, this is going to look not so pretty. And I'm only, I'm the only one living this life. So I need to get okay with that. Like you have what your term that you have for success, but you're okay with failing along the way to get to where you need to be. Yeah. And I don't think failing is a bad thing. Mm -hmm. I think that's how you learn and you grow, but I think it was taught. And and so it was like, for me, it was like fail was a negative. So that's what held me back for so long. But I think I just needed to change my outlook on what that word really meant. And that was like, the people call it like failing forward or however they phrase that. And that's where I was like, no, anybody that I'm watching, I'm like, God, wouldn't that be great? (laughs) <laughs> did not get there smoothly. Yeah, yeah. You just see the end result. Mm-hmm. That's what I feel like. I'm now currently an a addict to reality TV. We'll just pretend that that's a secret little thing. But when you see the people's lives that are these celebrities that leave, when, once you see the reality shows and see the dirt that happens, it's not all as pretty as it looks. Not everybody just got there by just like, you were given it. You have to work. There's, there's you fell into the spot. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So how do you learn to define success for yourself? Like, how do you define that? And how do you get there? Oh, what is that magic journey? <laughs> um, you know, I, it's a lot of inner work. It's a lot of self-awareness. It's a lot of really being good with who I am. And once you're there, it's what makes me happy? What, what gives me joy? What does that look like then? And then how do I get there? Because I'm now at the place in my life where, and I have two daughters, one that's going to be a senior this year and one that's in middle school. It's like, God, I want to teach them that type of stuff. Like I, I don't want, and so how can I teach that if I'm not living it? And so I want to live my life and my success is defined by how I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. And if I, I'm not going to feel great every day, but if I'm living a a life where overall I'm doing things that align with how I want to feel, for me, that's success. It's no longer dollar amounts or anything like that. You, For me, I'll put down, I want to be here. What are all the steps I need to take to get to there? And just try to hack, 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 hack away. Yeah. And that's the beauty of like breaking it down and then enjoying that journey, not just focused here. Mm -hmm. Because Mm -hmm. as I tell my clients, like that's, that's great. And I'm all about goals. I love goal setting. But if all I'm doing is focusing on that, I've missed a whole lot of stuff Mm -hmm. until then. That's just like you're trying to get your kids to graduate from high school to get the heck out of the house. But you want to enjoy all those (laughs) years all along the time, you know, and their football games and all the little things along the way. So, yeah, I get it. Yeah, absolutely. There's a little toxicity in that, too. Like the the whole, like, just just bear down and get to this place, right? And then you can enjoy. And I have really fallen into that trap for most of my life of just like, we're just going to get through this time and then we'll be here and then we can enjoy. But, uh, but that's years, that's years and years of just kind of like, yeah, suffering. (laughs) Not alone, my friend. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Then you get to that point and then you're like, okay, now what? 
Like if, if you're planning for like this big thing, you get to that and then you feel a little bit of like, hmm, maybe it's not as big as you thought it was going to be or as great. But then you just sort of feel like, OK, now what's next? I've built to this point and never haven't enjoyed the step ups, haven't planned what to do after. You just sort of like hmm. you get deflated. Then you're like, yeah. well, what was that for? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> and you, I think people you also can get into then the point of going through the motions of life when you start, you know, kind of that Graham Barrett type mentality and, and coming from corporate America, you go to get those goals and you have to hit those goals. And it's like, mm-hmm. what did I just go through? You know, you just Time can going go through the motions, I think, is one of my biggest things I would love to help people and help myself because I get caught in it too, that it's like, we have this one life. My God, let's just live it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's no repeats. Oh, so, um, so can you tell us why, why is overwhelm so paralyzing and what can we do to start working through that consistently? Oh, how long do we have? <laughs> <laughs> No, you know, it's, I think it's the thought of overwhelm. Like we get the thought and then we think about it and we think about it and swirl. I mean, it, we get so up into our head versus taking action. So I think that's why overwhelm can be paralyzing because people aren't sure then what those steps are and they just want a quick fix. They just want it to be done because it's, you know, it's within the definition of overwhelm. It's, it's heavy and it's overwhelming. I think one, I think we need to know we have to take action. We actually have to do something. If we don't do something different or stay in the same spot, you know, you, you repeat the same behaviors. They're going to keep you in the same spot. So the acknowledgement, like you actually have to do something. It doesn't have to be big. It takes just a really small thing to shake things up. And then that willingness, like, we get into the routines of knowing what we know. And so doing something different can be scary and it doesn't have to be. And just anything different, like you have a different morning routine can switch up your whole day. I mean, it, it really is like people think like you have to, you know, overhaul my whole life. And that in itself is overwhelming, yeah. <laughs> you know? So I, I think it's the, it's paralyzing because we think and we overconsume with the thought of it and then to stop it and to kind of get out of it. It's small incremental steps of just doing something different than what you do. And I think sometimes also things can seem way harder and bigger than they actually even are. So once you actually like when I break things down, once you start breaking things down into small little, either they're small tasks or tasks or whatever, Things it, it becomes more realistic to reach that goal once you see it's actually not that hard. I've got to do ten these ten things. I'll get there. Yeah, we'll the next step, you know. And I think that that's a, exactly right. Like that overwhelm seems like this whole big thing, but if you break it down into this, like some manageable and manageable is different for everybody. Mm-hmm. But what it is for you, and then just do just do the one thing. It ripples. There's like this ripple effect. It's like oh, if I can do this, then I can do this next thing. And overwhelm, you just start to feel in control of your life. I think overwhelm leads you to feeling out of control. And that's not a fun place to be. Yeah. And like, you're right about like the, 
the amount, the size of it can seem much different for two different people. Like I'll take this huge project and it will take me two weeks to do it. And Tisa, Tisa will be like, I did it yesterday. Yeah. So, <laughs> I was so the opposite. <laughs> it's funny how, yeah, how different things can overwhelm different people. Absolutely. Yeah, and I think it's, I think that's sometimes that where that comparison game goes into play, which is like the root of many evils. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's not I try, about whatever. I try not to. That used to be a big problem for me, as I would see either people I went to school with or something, and how successful they were being, and I would be like, "Why?" And now I just I don't. I'm in my bubble. I'm in my happy world, focusing on what I want to do. Did you just stop paying attention to that to stop doing it, or like mm. actively just decide well, I'm, I'm not going to stop hear. paying attention because I'm a fan of TikTok and all that, so I'm seeing everybody what everybody's doing. But I try not to let what they're doing affect what it is yeah. because their their journey is totally different than mine. So I try to make my journey be about what I want, not I don't want to be like you. I want to be like me. I mean, I would like to be <laughs> rich and famous and, and beautiful like J-Lo, but there's a different journey for me. So <laughs> that's not the journey I'm meant to be on. <laughs> One to your point, like with your reality TV, you- What's going on outside of, you know, those little corners of the phone could be very different than what's being projected. Yeah, that's very true. Focus on you. So, Kelly, tell us more about Blissfully Whole. What is it that you do? What is it that I do? So (laughs) it is, I coach, I coach women. Um, I I have a one-on-one program and I'm, I'm breaking it down into, uh, like an 84 page workbook that's an eight-week workbook that I coach for 12 weeks and it's going from overwhelmed to goal setting I'm going to sell that on its own so people can just do it on their own and I'm going to also sell it on its own but a meeting with me for just one hour to get started so it's it's more manageable because not everybody wants to be coached and Mm -hmm. that's absolutely fine um I also have a free guide a starter kit the blissfully whole starter kit that is the same thing. It's just really helping give women tips to take back control of their life that they can easily do and implement on day to day. And I think for me, the foundational piece of the mindset work, the self-awareness work is crucial because too often we want to get to the end result and we don't dig in to figure out why we even are where we are now. And we just back go to square one, go to square one, go to square one each time. And it's defeating. And I want mm-hmm. to stop that because I want, I want people to live really full lives and enjoy it. And so that is my ultimate goal is to help women really get clear on what they want, get clear on where they're at now. With, there's no judgment to it. We all, everything, as I tell clients, like there is no such thing as a bad habit. It served a purpose. It just might not serve you anymore. Thank you. If we're not aware of it, we can't kind of auto or correct and move forward. So that's the gist of my coaching business on, and I just offer on Instagram and Facebook free tips. Just, I just want, I just want to help. I just want to help women. Um, I think we kind of are the ones that change the world. And if we're not happy, it's, we can only really possibly impact the world if we're, we're happy with ourselves. 
Oh, I like that. And we're going to put the links to all of your, your handles and everything in with the show notes so everybody can reach out to you. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you. And then this is a, a question we'd like to close with. Um, Kelly, what is one tip that you would give people to inspire them today and to get motivated on whatever journey that they're on right now? There might be a couple ands in there with commas. <laughs> that is fine. There might be a longer <laughs> one. I think enjoy today because this is the moment you have and you can make changes in your life. But if you're not enjoying the day, you're not going to enjoy tomorrow. Like enjoy the day and you really need to create your own momentum because nobody's going to make these changes. Changes. I can attest to this because I'd be like, I would read everything and it's like, things just aren't happening. It's like, oh, maybe because I'm just sitting here reading and which is all great, but it's that action and motivation is fleeting. It really is. It's creating those habits and those. Um, schedules within your life that you can rely on that's projecting you towards the life you want um, is what will help when no motivation isn't there because it, it, it won't be there all the time. Um, but start with enjoying, enjoying your day, just finding that gratitude and taking note of it. I write down three things every day that I'm grateful for. And some days are harder. Some days like, well, I'm glad the sun came up today. <laughs> this is all I can find right now. Yes. <laughs> but it's, I think if we're not grounded in finding that enjoyment in today, we're trying to look outside of ourselves. Yeah. That's so true. And I also, we try to not get our, get down on ourselves. If we take a day to enjoy it and go do stuff with our kids either and not get guilt, mad at ourselves or being like, Oh, I didn't accomplish anything. You, you took your time and you enjoyed yourself and you did something for you, which well, that's self care. Yeah. yeah very <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I think we're so taught that like you have to do, 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 and you have to show up a certain way. And it's like, pardon me, but hell no, like, no, like yeah. that's, that's not, that hasn't served us to this point. Yeah, that was really important to Marianne and I when we first started working together. It was family is going to be first. We're just so over prioritizing other things. And that is a whole different mindset than, uh, um, than what I'm ingrained. Yeah. What's been ingrained in your brain all your life. Yeah. Yeah, Me too. Me too. Setting, it's the setting your own rules and what success looks for you. And like how you said, Disa, like you guys made that decision. Like that's part of your success. Is putting your family first. Yeah. It's a, and it's a constant kind of like going back and and rebalancing, like, cause you are so used to not thinking about it, you know? And, um, yeah, I'm just, I'm very lucky to find Marianne who has a very similar mindset. I just, yeah. Yeah. Because it does get ingrained in you. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you for spreading this, uh, this message for helping people get through that. That's amazing what you're doing, the work that you're doing. Thank you. I appreciate it. And then thank you both. I mean, for this and this platform and I have listened to your shows and I am a fan. I think it's (laughs) so fantastic. Well, thank you so much. We try to inspire people and amuse people both at the same time. That's our (laughs) medicine. I like that. Thank you so much for coming on today. Yes, Thank you, Kelly. Yes. Nice to meet you both. Thank you so much. 
Thank you for listening. She Can and She Will is a Country Mompreneur production. Audio mix by Marianne. Research by Disa McAllister. To learn more about this and other Country Mompreneur productions, visit thecountrymompreneur.com.